this is all about active transportation. It's about uh, ensuring that uh, neighborhoods are, have the social development and infrastructure they need to, to be resilient. Open Streets uh, TO is a really a grassroots movement of people who are championing the Open Streets uh, programs. That is City of Toronto Councillor Kristen Wong-Tam. And this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Colley. Councillor Wong-Tam is a city builder, lover of Toronto, and champion for open spaces. On August 17, 2014, she helped launch the inaugural Open Streets TO program which is basically a program that shuts down some of the most major streets in the city for four hours and opens them up to pedestrians. My and my partner's art project, Disposable, was actually part of the first Open Streets TO. And before all the excitement, I decided to meet up with Councillor Tam in her offices to ask her why she decided to start Open Streets TO. Here's that conversation. The whole idea really interests me. But I think the best place to start is what what is Open Streets TO? Open Streets uh, TO is an organization that uh, has sprung up. It's a really a grassroots movement of people who are championing the Open Streets uh, programs, which are found throughout the world. There's over 100 different initiatives, and uh, the concept is fairly simple. What we do is we open up the roadways uh, to people who are moving through in a very active way, uh, cycling, running, um, you know, boarding, blading, and we close it to vehicular access. Uh, so really, you're actually turning over the streets to a higher use and a higher purpose and uh, it becomes recreational pathways. For you, what what was it in your mind that that made you say, I want to do this, I want to make this happen? About two years ago, I was in Mexico. Um, I went down to uh, Mexico for a winter vacation. Uh, we're always trying to escape from the snow and the cold. And uh, and while I was in, in Mexico, my friend Gil Penalosa, who's the executive director and founder of 880 Cities, said to me, you should really get to Guadalajara, which was only 45 minutes from where I was staying. And, uh, and he said, I want you to, to visit and tour the Open Streets program. And in Spanish, they call them ciclovias, which uh, literally translate to, uh, you know, bicycle path. And what I saw there was just, you know, uh, just utterly amazing and transformative. And I actually, um, you know, really witnessed a, a city come alive on a Sunday morning. Their open streets program runs from 7 a.m. to, I think, 4, uh, 2 p.m. And uh, 64 kilometers of a city as large and as dense as metropolitan as uh, Guadalajara uh, turned over their streets to uh, to pedestrians, to cyclists, to um, uh, to people who are running and to for strolling. And uh, businesses pulled out the their patios and there was a real sense of the city coming alive and, and, and active. And I rode 64 kilometers that day with a few other tour guides and I just thought, wow, um, I saw people from who were, who were, you know, young and old, uh, you know, you know, large obese to, to small frame people, uh, varying abilities. Everybody wore a smile on their faces. And what was really striking to me was the fact that families came out and neighbors came out and they talked to each other. Those goals are so amazing. And that's a city that I definitely um, want to live in. That's a vision of Toronto I want to see. In in planning this, 
What have been some of the challenges that you faced? I think largely the unknown. So you know, we did have um, a, a big Open Streets uh, forum, and we we brought out about two hundred people to to you know get a sense of what Open Streets uh, is. And uh, and for those who've traveled abroad or traveled you know throughout North America, there's so many Open Streets programs. Those who've seen it before uh, are true believers. They recognize that it's completely doable. It doesn't matter which city, uh, it doesn't matter which neighborhood. It's all very possible. Um, but the biggest challenge for us was trying to convince the city of Toronto that this was a good idea. So what you see in other cities and other local governments is that their mayor uh, generally becomes the big champion because there is a, a whole objective of creating a healthy, resilient neighborhoods and building um, a population within the city that's going to uh, you know, be healthy and, uh, and stay strong so they can grow old and grow in place. And uh, what we had here at the city of Toronto was this adverse culture from the transportation department who thought that, uh, you know, open streets was just going to be so disruptive and that they were going to uh, see traffic chaos and uh, and who was going to run it and who was going to be the funder of this. And they threw up every single obstacle you could possibly imagine, which I found to be quite surprising because the uh, chief medical officer of health uh, got behind the program right away. Immediately, Dr. McEwen said, this is the kind of program that we need in the city of Toronto. His objective is to is to ensure that Torontonians stay healthy and to promote public health. So he got that. Our chief planner was able to, to look at this program and say, this is all about active transportation. It's about uh, ensuring that uh, neighborhoods are, have the social development and infrastructure they need to, to be resilient. Um, so there was, a, there was a meeting of the minds with some of the divisions, and then there was others uh, whose, uh, whose perhaps purpose is to you know, make sure that the roads are clear and they're unencumbered for the movement of vehicles. And uh, so we had to convince them that, look, you know what, this is not going to be, um, you know, it's not going to destroy the city of Toronto and uh, we should be ambitious and there are best practices from around the world that says 10 kilometers along iconic uh, uh, neighborhoods and uh, with with the terrain being relatively flat so it's easier for people to move through that is going to ensure a very successful open streets program um, and uh, and they just were not sold ironically enough um, you know as uh, as the case in many other cities uh, it's actually the local order government that promotes this thing um, you know Mayor Bloomberg brought this to New York, and um, uh, Mayor Newscomb brought this to San Francisco, and you know, and I can probably say there's dozens and dozens of other cities where they had strong political champions, and um, and they had the full support of the bureaucracy. That was not our case. Um, we had a lot of obstacles thrown at us, and over the the uh, the past two years, I would say that we've done everything ourselves. So we have the approvals now to go ahead with our five-kilometer open streets program. Uh, we have we've now been able to program it. We've reined in the policing costs. So I want to thank the Toronto Police to, to for working with us. It, we had some very tough negotiations. We did everything that they specifically asked us to do. They asked us to do. We've done it. We did everything that the City of Toronto asked us to do. We've now done it. And so now we have the go-ahead and the green light to bring Open Streets Toronto for the fir- very first time uh, this Sunday in 2014. I think this is going to be a success. I think this is something that should happen all the time, but obviously there are, are people who disagree. But for this to keep going forward, so after the month of August, what will it take to see more of this kind of thing in Toronto? I think that... 
Torontonians and residents need to get behind this program. Um, I think that what they're going to see is what I saw in, in Guadalajara, but a very small version of it. Uh, they will see their neighbors come out, their, their fellow Torontonians come out, the social silos being broken down, the fact that we're offering a free recreational program, uh, the largest one in, um, in Toronto, first time in, in, uh, in the city, uh, and they need to champion this so that they can tell their political uh, elected representatives that they want to see more of this. And, uh, and I think in order for us to be truly successful, the city of Toronto needs to bring this in-house and treat this like the Nuit Blanche, of, uh, of sports and recreation. In 2015, we're going to host the Pan American Games, and it's going to be uh, a very significant, um, you know, uh, peak performance, uh, you know, uh, athletic event. And uh, and what we'll see is the city and the province talk about hard infrastructure legacy, you know, um, direct links to the airport from uh, Union Station. They're going to talk about you know, the Velodome for cycling in, uh, in Milton, the athletic uh, aquatic center in, uh, you know, Scarborough. That's all fine and dandy, but you're not going to have the people's legacy. And the people's legacy is the legacy where people get excited about the games. There's a sense of civic pride and their sense of, of love for the city uh, because they hosted that the Pan American Parapan Games, uh, very similar to what Vancouver did for for themselves to host the Olympics, they had to engage their citizenship, their citizenry, and we haven't done that with the Pan American Games. And until they do, I I fear that it's going to fall flat on itself, because if the residents aren't supportive of Pan American Games, then how can they get behind any other major program? I know you've talked a lot about. Um how Owen Street's TO would benefit citizens and, and the city. And what I'm wondering is on a personal level, what what does the importance of this program mean to you? You know, I love the city of Toronto. It's it's I'd say it's my first love. I love Toronto. And uh, and when I saw the transformative power of the Open Streets program in Guadalajara and I've now subsequently seen in New York City and if what we can uh, learn from other cities is that we don't need to reinvent the wheel, but what we do is we take it, we make it our own, we put a very distinctly Toronto stamp on it and we make it the best. So because we have the best city in the world with the best neighborhoods in the world, we will clearly and very easily have the best open streets program if we put our minds and attention and resources to it. If you want to learn more about Open Streets TO and the amazing work being done by creating pedestrian spaces in urban centers, head to openstreetsto.org. And if you want to learn more about this podcast, listen to past episodes or get in touch, head to tinyconversations.com. Our theme music is by Broke for Free and I tweet at Brian Colley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>